0: Good day everyone. So rather than posting these podcast episodes to a specific schedule, I'm just going to do them as and when I please. I'm going to follow my instinct, and I think at the moment we need as much happy lists on the go as possible. So here is your second episode. <coughs> good day, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of Emma's Happy List. I'm Emma, and today I am joined by my very good friend Emily. Hi. That's Emily. So myself and Emily have known each other for a very long time. In fact, all of our lives, I would say.
1: We were born six weeks apart.
0: Six weeks apart. <laughs> our parents are very, very good friends. It's so good, in fact. So they actually planned for us to be born at the same time.
1: <laughs> and have very similar names. And they have,
0: yeah, we have Emma and Emily. <laughs> but did, have you realized before now that they basically synchronized their sex schedule?
1: No, I had no
0: idea. How do you know this? Well, if they wanted us to be born at the same time, they obviously had to like plan this like nine months in advance. Oh my God. So they literally had to be like, right, Tuesday, guys. (laughs) But someone got their dates wrong because it was six weeks wrong. Yeah, I think
1: that's probably my mum and dad got their dates wrong, to be
0: fair. Well, I was just thinking about this the other day and I was like, how weird that our parents like synchronised their...
1: Yeah, because I've seen photos of my mum and your mum pregnant at the same time. Yeah. In very similar dresses, and it is a little odd. It is odd. <laughs> I just
0: found that really funny. When I was thinking about the stuff that we should talk about today, I was like, we obviously have to cover that. Oh,
1: thanks, Em. That's okay. the thing. The images in my head right now. Ugh. Yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> sorry, not sorry. It's part of life. Well, it's part of our life, apparently. But, um, yeah, so we have had a very long friendship. Um almost spanning three decades now, That's not to insane. mention our ages or anything. Um, but we used to actually get together every Boxing Day. Am I right? That is true. So every Boxing Day, because our families are obviously entwined in this way, <laughs> um, we would have a party every Boxing Day. What do we used to do like, to pass the time?
1: Didn't your dad have like a video recorder? Yeah. And we'd record ourselves. Not that kind of no. <laughs> not that kind of family guys. <laughs> but we'd put on shows for them and because they'd be yeah. in the living room drinking and eating and we'd just be Doing running dances. riot. Yeah. We Making to... up songs. Making
0: up songs, coordinating dances. I can't I still can't dance.
1: <laughs> Tormenting our brothers. Yeah. Who just wanted to play the PlayStation.
0: That's true. So I've got an older brother and Emily has a younger brother. Mm-hmm. There's quite a big age difference between the two of them
1: there is yeah how old is your brother he's 30 yeah mine is 25 so they they got on quite well
0: yeah well it just goes to show (laughs) that all they need is like a playstation really to yeah keep them occupied but yeah that's like a little brief history of our friendship so we still keep in touch obviously Mm -hmm. and um we do lovely things like this (laughs) so onwards with the podcast um I will be revealing another item on my happy list and sort of the history behind it. And then Emily's going to go too. So without further ado then, the next item on my happy list is... Um, drum roll, please. Thank you. I'm going to do like a competition of who has the best drum roll. <laughs> that think... was horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see at the end of the season. Um, so the yeah, do it again. It is painting.
1: Ooh, painting. What do you? What are your thoughts on painting? This is gonna sound really strange, but I've developed an obsession with Bob Ross. Have you oh, ever watched his videos? Oh, I love Bob Ross. I put them on to go to sleep because I find his voice really <laughs> soothing. <laughs> that's an area. One of the girls got me onto him, so yeah, that's but that's really my knowledge of painting, right there, Bob Ross.
0: To be fair, though, he is a fountain of knowledge. Bob Ross is the man he and not only with painting but like his little life lessons as well i know like he's so full of like little tidbits of wisdom and he's gold he is gold he is he's a beauty and although i wasn't inspired by him from a young age he like my grandfather actually inspired me my bamps good old bampy ah yeah i actually spoke about my bampy in my last podcast as well but yeah bampy um is actually colorblind. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) And we used to sit together and whenever we used to, like, so they used to look after me and my brother a lot when we were children, my grandparents did. And um, me and my Bampi used to sit together and paint. And I remember this one time in particular, I was painting, oh, we both decided to paint Christmas trees. Okay. And obviously, I think I was like seven or eight. And um, at the end, I was like, hey, Bamp, show me your Christmas tree. (laughs) And he painted a purple Christmas tree. (laughs) Why is it purple? And he was like, it's not purple, it's green. Oh, I was right, like, so. it's purple. Yeah, And but we had a good old laugh and I like to remind him of that every so often. Aww. But yeah, painting for me has been like a really big therapeutic activity. And um, I sort of get, a, like if I don't do it for a couple of months, I sort of get a bit of a craving to do it. Okay, like an itch. Like a little itch, yeah. I... um I was out in New Zealand and obviously I didn't take any of my painting stuff with me because who has the luggage space for that
1: true
0: um I took my snowboard though so I had priority. priority um but I did have like this really big urge when I was out there to just paint especially because like the scenery and everything out there is so yeah pretty um so I painted mountains and just like cosmos and all of the rest of it but um, I went out, got the canvases, got new paints and everything. And I was actually quite devastated when I had to leave it all there. Really? Because again, who has the luggage yeah, there? Yeah, you
1: can't, can you? Unless you want to pay yeah. a bomb to bring it back.
0: And I enter, I did stuff on canvases, so I'm like, hmm. And I left them in, like, don't tell anyone, but I left them in, like, the attic of the house that I was living in. So maybe one day someone will come across them and be like, hmm, this is nice, I wonder who did this. And then all of a sudden it'll be worth millions and millions. they're not that good but yeah painting I just feel like being artistic in general you have to make time for it
1: do you think yeah um, artistic creative soothing that creative element of your soul Mm. I think is really important but you know with the craziness of day-to-day life it is difficult to find the time oh yeah to fit it in but when you can I think it's really important that you do make that time for yourself. Yeah,
0: I think you just hit the nail on the head there. Like, rather than finding the time, making the time. Oh, yeah. Like, prioritising mm-hmm. your little, like, needs above maybe some um, other tasks. So, yeah, I feel like it is an important part of me. And I do try and, like, exercise my creativity. And actually, if anyone has read the book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Have you read that? I haven't. So she was the lady that wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Okay. And she wrote an entire book on creativity, essentially, and how, like, human beings are innately creative. Like, we are just born, create like, creators. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, like, painting. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, creating can be anything. Like, it's just using, like, the other side of your brain. So that I believe it's the right side of your brain. That's the creative side. Okay. And just tapping into that, whatever that may be to you. Like, problem solving, for example. Like, is can be creative. Like, creative yeah. problem solving. So, you know, maths, creative maths. Like, God knows I couldn't do that. But no, that's not for me. That's not for me either. But, yeah, I think um what was... There's a really nice quote. I'll have to find it and post it later from that book that really struck me at the time. But, yeah, I would recommend everybody to read that book it's really cool and it does give you that bit of fire you're like oh I can create stuff I can do this.
1: I suppose even things like cooking are creative. Yes
0: exactly.
1: So if you take the time to actually prepare a meal rather than just you know
0: microwaving
1: something that's using the creative side of your brain. And I I am
0: so guilty of microwaving absolutely everything. Yeah I'm not, I'm not a
1: great cook be fair i think i could be i'm just lazy that's my problem
0: i am too and like i'm like i'm not gonna cook until i'm hungry and then when i'm hungry i'm like i'm too hungry i must have something you've, immediately yeah you've
1: got to have something instant and that's yeah. when you end up eating crap
0: yeah essentially without a doubt my worst habit is eating food and snacks while I'm waiting for my dinner to cook.
1: Oh my god, same. Biscuits, crisps. I'm like anything. Yeah,
0: cheese and crackers is my go-to. I'm like, what is wrong with me? I'm literally about to have like this delicious lovely meal that I've put all the effort into cooking. And here I am, snacking on cheese and crackers. I know,
1: it's disgusting. And
0: by the time like my food's ready, I'm like, nah, I no. don't even
1: want it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm exactly the same.
0: Yeah, so I think the trick for me is to maybe cook before I'm hungry.
1: Well, they tell you never to go shopping when you're hungry, don't they? So maybe it's the same thing. Oh,
0: yeah. That is a nightmare, mind, because you do go past the and You know, like, I could nail that donut yeah. right now.
1: Cakes, cookies. Yeah.
0: Mm. Speaking of cake, it's my birthday soon. It is. Six weeks after yours. <laughs> <laughs> Slap bang in the middle of the two birthdays. Yes.
1: Um, but my question is, what is... I, wait, have you got a happy list? I don't, know, but I've listened to the first episode of this podcast and it has yes. inspired me to start a happy list, so yes. I promise I will. It's my pro- Maybe that could be my birthday gift to you. Oh, <laughs>
0: that's amazing. To be fair, that is a perfect birthday gift. And, like, I f- did you get my um, sort of theory behind it that when you do feel these moments of, like, not so happy, mm-hmm. it's really difficult to think about ways to pull yourself out of it? Yeah and i feel like just having that list like because sometimes you're like oh well you know swimming makes me happy but i can't go swimming right now so therefore i'm going to be stuck in this way that i'm feeling yeah if you've got like an entire comprehensive list like like the one i've got if i can like pick and choose and i've can... got options yeah exactly and i feel like that's what makes a big difference and it's just like right in front of your face you can be like you know what painting makes me feel better i've got time right now i'm going to paint something yeah yeah so What's going to be the first item on your happy
1: list? This is going to sound extremely shallow, and I've been thinking about what I wanted to talk about over the last couple of days, Um, but it kind of links in with yours with painting, and I probably would say makeup. Yes, makeup. I know, like I said, it is. if you hear me out, so makeup was never really on my radar, I would say until I was about 15. Mm-hmm. I don't know about your school we weren't allowed to wear it um Make blue eye shadow all the way <laughs> <laughs> early 2000s the blue eye shadow no eyebrows <laughs> but my kind of limit with makeup then was things like clear mascara and like tinted lip balm and basically the bare minimum but you could still get away mm. with wearing it to school um, Do you feel like their stance on makeup
0: made you more likely a more like um keen to actually delve into makeup? Because they were like, no makeup. Where you were you like, but I want makeup.
1: Yeah, I think it definitely pushed me into um, playing around with it more when I was not in school, because obviously I didn't have the option of wearing it yeah. when I was in school. Um, the, the thing that really kind of got me hooked on makeup was I didn't have very good skin mm. when I was in school. Um, so I had like cystic acne around my kind of chin area. So in order to combat people looking at that, I would wear a lot of eye makeup. Yeah. So I thought if people weren't looking at my chin, they mm-hmm. could look at my eyes. And your eyes are beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> you don't so... need makeup <laughs> on them. <bottom>, but...
0: Thanks. <laughs> but um, that was really... Wait, seriously, <laughs> Emily has literally got like the bluest, bluest eyes ever. They're like, they're, like blue with like little Icicle shards, aren't they? Yeah, there's oh, like weird good. flecks in them. Yeah,
1: they're really cute. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <otherwise>. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of what got me into buy it, like trying out different colours yeah. and different styles. And then I got really big into like liquid eyeliner, and I can remember coming downstairs once with like these big, huge, thick wings on my dad was like, Jesus Christ, is Amy Winehouse. And I was like, Oh, right, that's okay. <laughs> too much eyeliner this time um but yeah that's kind of where it started so then kind of the later I got into my teens especially when I was in university and you've got all this spare time when you should be studying (laughs) but you're not um I discovered YouTube yeah so I had no idea that there was this like massive booty community online Mm -hmm. um started watching a lot of makeup tutorials yeah so really influenced by people like you know jeffree star um jamie genevieve manu mua and like the longer you spend on youtube the more you kind of find more of these people Mm -hmm. um and it's kind of become a bit of a habit for me now so if i come home from work and i've had a bit of a stressful day my first kind of go-to is is youtube yeah so yeah that's kind of where the addiction began yeah but
0: you're like you said like that's your painting it's like such a creative outlet Mm -hmm. and like if it makes you feel at ease and it makes you feel like happy then you should definitely make the time to do it so what's been like the craziest because you do like halloween makeup as well don't you i
1: do yeah um last year i didn't just because the way halloween fell um i was working and i didn't really have a chance to go out and celebrate it but um, I really, really like Halloween makeup, mm-hmm. so face paints. Um, I've got my own fangs that you have to, like, mould to your teeth and they stay on for, like, six hours to do, Makes like, sense. vampire looks. I'm really into fancy dress and things. You're going to hate me
0: when yeah. I tell you my vampire story. So, speaking of fangs, I made <laughs> I made vampire teeth fangs out of, um, like, false nails. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, like... Shaved them down essentially into like the right um, shape, and then I used um like like old people like dental <laughs> glue to stick them onto like my teeth. It it was it was all right, but it didn't it didn't stay very long. Um, but yeah, I, if I knew about these, you know, molded teeth fangs or whatever, I probably should have invested in those for like, the effect. Well, How Can you eat with them on though? Because that's uh, what I struggled
1: um, with. No, I sh- kind of struggled to drink with them in as well. I had yeah. to have a straw. And I, it, they did give me a bit of a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, but um, yeah, Amazon, I think I got them from. Somehow
0: like a vampire becomes less scary if it's got a lisp. Yeah, like, I know. Not quite
1: as menacing. No but um yeah amazon you can get so much like special effects makeup yeah. on amazon um i haven't yet played around with things like latex but that is something i definitely want to look into for makeup right for halloween yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just checking <laughs> just checking but yeah um like i all of my looks are on instagram um plug it girl yeah at emily pull the pin just saying emily pull the pin <laughs> but yeah that's something i really really enjoy you know like cont- colored contact lenses and yeah. different outfits and I've, I've done quite a few mental looks what was your favorite do you think um probably the mad hatter oh that was a good one i remember yeah. that yeah um that kind of turned a few heads in a house party so. yeah Yeah, it was really good.
0: So, like, in general, how does it make you feel to have, like, this hobby, like, this passion and this go-to activity?
1: It's something I would have really liked to have pursued as a career, I think. Um, I haven't ruled it out. It's just that in order to be qualified, it's going to take time and money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, working full-time, it just doesn't really seem feasible at the moment. But it's nice to know that I'm capable of doing it as a you know a backup if I wanted to yeah absolutely
0: you did my um so I was a maid of honor what
1: was that like two years ago now that's a while ago now yeah goodness
0: me and um yeah you did my makeup then and it was I got many a compliment so thank you very much for that
1: what can I say yeah I do um I do a couple of the girls makeup from time to time and obviously I do my own it's really strange because if anybody works with me, they'll know that I don't wear makeup to work. <laughs> yeah, we're literally sat here with like the barest faces. Um, just because I like to have that extra 20 to 30 minutes of sleep in the morning. But Sing. if I've got the chance to do a full glam look, that really, really gets me excited.
0: Yeah, my favourite part about going out is actually the getting ready, I think. I've
1: always said this. Yeah, I've always said this. Just sat there with your, your kit, your makeup, you've got, you know, your music on your can of strombo dark fruit in your meal, (laughs) your glass of wine, that to me is better than being on Wine Street, 100%. Wine
0: Street, just for reference, for anyone who has not uh, frequented South Wales recently, is a street in Swansea where all the bars and um, clubs are all on like this one strip type of thing. It's like a holiday strip, isn't it?
1: It's essentially ban a dorm without the sun. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah that sounds really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> True though. It can be good fun. But yeah, the best part for me, I think, is definitely getting ready. Yeah, I agree. Well, how insightful. Thank you so much for coming on to this podcast. You're welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. So
0: the hashtag is share your happy list. So um, next time you do a little makeup, um, well I don't know, are you gonna do a makeup like
1: picture soon? Um. Well, we're all gonna go into lockdown soon, I think, with what's going on. So yeah, let's not mention to... <laughs> Yeah, actually,
0: perfect opportunity, perfect opportunity. So. So yeah, i there
1: uh, with my brushes and my palettes. Cool.
0: Yeah. So yeah, if you want to share your happy list, that's the hashtag. Share your happy list. And I'm just going to plug my Insta as well. I already explained I'm not going to get an Emma's Happy List Insta because I already have a business and a personal Instagram. And if I had one more, I might just go crazy. So my Instagram handle is exlp. Um, So, yeah, I'll be keen to see all of your happy lists and all of your entries as well. Thanks so much for listening. Have a glorious day wherever you are in the world. Take care. Bye.